remarkable progress has been made in deciphering the development of the human fetus in the mother's womb. The latest high-tech imaging uh, makes it possible to observe fetal development almost from conception. It's even been discovered that long before the child is born, its genes engage in a environment of the womb in an, in an elaborate conversation, a two-way dialogue that involves not just uh, or only the air the mother breathes and the, the water she drinks, uh, but also what uh, medication or drugs she takes or what diseases she has contracted and even what hardships she has endured. Now, if we take this information that has been made available to us through the gift of human intellect and science, and um, marry it to what knowledge can only be experienced by faith, the story of God's incarnation becomes even more incredible and beautiful. In Mary's womb, in Mary's womb, the eternal God of all creation, the God who has no beginning and no ending, was sealed inside the flesh to be birthed nine months later as one of us. Do not be afraid, Mary, the angel says, for you have found favor with God, and you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. Out of Mary, a very human child would be born. Very human child would be born, but also the son of the Most High, of whose kingdom there would be no end. But first, we would see a baby with hands and feet. It made me think, imagine God with feet. God in our shoes. Remember that old song from the 60s? Some of us will remember it. Not all of us. <laughs> um, Joe South, the singer-songwriter, walk a mile in my shoes. Before you criticize, before you abuse, criticize, and accuse, walk a mile in my shoes. Well, that's what has happened here. God in our shoes. That's what the incarnation of Christ means. When the angel Gabriel told Mary, you will conceive in your womb, he was revealing to her and to us that God, through Jesus, would expose himself to every human experience, to everything that is human. God's seed, the very seed, would become his son, entered into the human experience on the lowest and the most complex level. Christ, the word, became flesh and lived among us. 
when the angel Gabriel said, conceive in your womb to Mary, he meant that God would begin his human conversation, this dialogue, that would involve the air we breathe, the water we drink, the diseases we contract, the hardships we suffer. In Christ, God entered intimately into the human experience and fully and as completely as you and I have. He started where we are. God entered the human experience, started where we are so that we could eventually be where he is. Our opening prayer spoke of that. He shared in our humanity so that we could share his divinity. And there's no level of human life, no level of human life, of suffering, of joy, of hope or despair that he has not personally experienced on some level. Jesus is God in our shoes. There's no place in your heart or in mine that hurts or fears or cries or leans toward unspeakable, deep and shameful sin with which the living Christ cannot sympathize. He walked in our shoes. Jesus is the only one who ever pulled off the human experience perfectly, tempted as we, yet without sin, he's able to sympathize with our weakness because he made himself weak and vulnerable. He grew up in his mother's womb and was born to cry and to be hungry and suffer shame and humiliation and finally horrible torturous beating death on the cross at the hands of violent people there's no shame there's no fear there's no pain there's no loss there's no fear of loss no illness there is nothing in our lives of which we could honestly say to God oh no you don't understand we can't say that we may or may not get the answer we seek in our prayers but if we listen closely we will always be able to hear God say in response to our cries I understand I've been where you are. Jesus, God in our shoes. He's willing to walk where we walk. He's willing to live where we live and die as we die so that we can live where he is.